0: this is Lisa Davis and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe, also rate and review. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us it is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Today, we're going to talk about some of the nuts, bolts, and berries. This is actually from my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex, When we're talking about organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free, local, free-range, what does all this mean? You might already know this, but this is sort of a nice refresher course, I'm going to call it. But before we jump into learning all of these things or reviewing all of these things, let's talk about our wonderful sponsor for August. It's Pure Essence. Pure Essence offers a line of multivitamins, immune and energy-boosting mushrooms, condition-specific supplements, and digestive enzymes for your specific way of eating whether you are vegan, follow the keto or paleo diet, they have enzymes to help you absorb the most nutrients from everything you eat. To learn more, visit www.purescancelabs.com and use the code Savvy at checkout. Okay, so in my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex, which again is not about dirty sex, and I know you're probably sick of hearing that, but I have to reiterate it a lot. It is a memoir. It is a cookbook. It is a healthy lifestyle guide. In chapter 13, we talk about what is certified organic, what is non-GMO, what is pesticide-free, dirty dozen, clean 15. So we're going to do a quick episode, just a little reviewer. Okay, so USDA certified organic. So when you see the label certified organic, it verifies that the food was produced without the use of genetic engineering, irrigation, or sewage sludge. Oh, geez. Okay. (laughs) That makes me really uncomfortable to ever eat anything non-organic. I hadn't really been familiar with the sewage sludge. I mean, obviously I'm familiar with it. It's in my book, but prior to this now, but it still kind of shocks me, which seems funny. Certified organic farms must adhere to ecological farming practices and are forbidden to use certain preservatives such as sulfites and nitrates. Now, some produce is grown using these same organic standards, but may not have undergone the expense and the rigor of the USDA certification process. Now, for me, if I trust the source and I do trust my local grocery market, I buy anything that is labeled organically grown, whether it is USDA certified or not. I also find that with my local farmer's market, when they tell me that, look, you know, we couldn't afford to go through the expensive rigor, but it is organic, I believe them. Now, organic is not guaranteed pesticide free. Now, this might be interesting. So surprise. Organic produce is grown with pesticides. They're organic pesticides. So unlike the synthetic ones used on commercial agriculture, these are made from natural sources. Unfortunately, there are still potential risks associated with natural pesticides. Now, the Environmental Working Group, which we mentioned a lot on Naturally Savvy, the EWG, they compile a shopper's guide to pesticides and produce, and that provides information for consumers to reduce exposure to pesticides and their residues. So you can sign up for a downloadable list at the EWG website. So be sure to check them out, the Environmental Working Group. Now, you've probably all heard of the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. These are lists of produce that either consistently test high, and that's the dirty, or low clean for pesticide residue. Now, I use these as a shopping list guide, but you know, looking at that sewage sludge, I'm gonna have to <laughs> maybe look a little closer, do a little more research. But I only purchase produce on the list when it's labeled organic or better yet, pesticide-free. But I do buy conventional produce from the Clean 15 list unless the organic is on sale, right, for the same or lower price. Now, the 2018, this is 2018, dirty dozen list includes, so these are the dirty ones, strawberries, spinach, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes. Ah, darn it, there's these tomatoes but they're local, but I don't think they're organic that I absolutely love, crud. Uh, Celery, potatoes, sweet bell peppers, and honorable mention, lettuce and blueberries. Now the 2018 Clean 15 list includes avocados, sweet corn, uh, organic and non-GMO, pineapples, cabbage, onions, sweet frozen peas, papayas, asparagus, mangoes, eggplant, honeydew melon, kiwi, cantaloupes, cauliflower, and broccoli. Now let's jump in to animal products. Now, you want to have your animal products if you eat animals that have ample living quarters, they have access to the outdoors, um, they aren't injected with hormones or antibiotics, they eat a healthy diet. Now, I try as as much as I can to buy free-range chicken, free-range eggs, grass-fed, grass-finished meats, we'll get into grass-finished in a moment, and wild salmon. Now, Jill Hillhouse, CNP, and Lisa Cantaker, CHN, they're the authors of Certified Health and Certified Health Nutritionist. They share this information from their book, The Paleo Diabetes Diet Solution, and I thought that was so nice of them to help decipher the healthy animal eating jargon. So let's start with free range. Now, this label is used almost exclusively on poultry products, including eggs. The definition provided by the USDA states that producers must demonstrate that the poultry has been allowed access to the outside. Now, while this sounds nice, like, oh, I picture all these chickens running around, it could just mean that there's a small door at one end of a very large barn that is open for a short amount of time each day, and that very few birds, if any, actually make it outside. There are no standards to how big the outdoor area is, Or whether it is concrete or pasture or bare ground. So that's a bummer because I think for me, and I'd imagine for some of you out there, I always thought, well, free range is awesome. They are just free ranging all over the place, running around, getting the sunshine, pecking at the grass. Maybe some of them are. So that's kind of a bummer. Now, free run is not the same as free range. Now, while these birds are not in cages, and are technically allowed to move around freely in the barns, so the conditions are generally incredibly overcrowded. And these birds do not have access to the outside. Now, just so you know, what I'm reading, these are quotes from the book, The Paleo Diabetes Diet Solution. Now, that's a bummer too. So I guess we don't have a lot of choice with the chickens. Uh, pasteurase, now you might be out there, your vegan saying we don't eat them, so that, that's an option too. Pasteurase, now this label applies generally to pigs and chickens, but could be found on all types of meat. This label implies that the animals live primarily in fields or wooden areas where they ate grass and other plants, as well as bugs and insects. Now, grains might be added to the diet of pasture-raised animals during the winter when pastures are covered with snow and the animals are brought inside. That makes sense. There is no legal or regulated definition of this term in the United States or Canada. Okay, so again, it's a little tricky. Now, grass-fed applies to animals whose diet consists exclusively of grass for most of its life. This includes cows and sheep, not pigs and chickens. Grass-fed animals are usually pasture-raised, though grass-eating animals can be also fed hay in barns. Most food labeled grass-fed is from animals who spent most of their lives outdoors. Well, finally, goodness gracious, this little door for the free range and the free run aren't even allowed to run outside. Okay, this is good to know. Now, grass finished. A product may say grass fed on the package, but may have been finished on grain. This means the animal was fed grain, not grass or hay, during the last two or three months of its life. Beef from grass fed cows is lower in calories and higher in omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin E, and conjugated linoleic acid, CLA. What you can, wait, oh, excuse me, when you can select, products labeled 100% grass-fed beef. See, what happens is if you get the grass finished, then it means that it was just at the last few months that they were were giving grass until the last few months. But if you want grass-fed, not only are they mostly from animals who spent most of their lives outdoors, but they're just grass-fed. Let's talk about fish, okay? Because there's sometimes some confusion around this. We've got wild or farmed. Now, wild fish live in natural environments, have fewer calories and higher omega-3 contents than farmed fish. Although both wild and farmed fish can contain pesticides, wild fish have them in lower concentrations. Farm fish live in captivity, which means they are most likely given antibiotics. So you wanna look for the wild label when purchasing fish. Now, I'm gonna go into a little bit about produce now, which is pretty cool. This is not from the book, The Paleo Diabetes Solution. Um, so, fresh produce is great. I mean, if you can get produce picked in the last forty-eight hours, that's awesome. Now, if you're not a gardener or a farmer, uh, and you don't grow your own fresh produce, <laughs> farmers markets are awesome. I love my farmers market. Living in the Northeast, it's tough because you only have a farmers market about two or a half months out of the year. I'm jealous of all the people that have them year round, but go to your farmer's markets, support your local farmer's markets, go when you can. Let's talk about frozen packaged and canned foods. Now, frozen in some cases are the next best choice after fresh because frozen fruits and vegetables are picked at their peak ripeness and quickly frozen to preserve their nutrients. And sometimes they're even better than fresh. Now, I always keep a lot of frozen organic fruit available for smoothies. And it's really nice. Now, packaged produce is picked at its peak ripeness. It's pre-washed, cut and packaged. Air is removed to maintain freshness and the package is opened. I always check the expiration dates. I make sure the bag is deflated and not puffed up like a balloon. Now I do buy my canned beans. I used to cook my own beans. I know I should really get back to it. Now I just buy organic canned beans with the non-BPA liner in them. And it makes it really easy. Um, I also love Amy's canned soups. I especially love her lentil. That is great. And again, the cans lining is BPA free. Uh, Other than mushrooms, uh, I don't really use canned vegetables, but if you like them, go for it. You know, the important thing is that we're getting our veggies in. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. I wanted to talk about how it's important to understand these different terms. It makes it a lot easier to shop. It makes it a lot easier to have meals. It makes it a lot easier to get you, uh, you and your family, if you have a family, you and your partner, you and yourself, uh, the best food that you can get. And so I, I hope this was helpful. It's a nice refresher, like I mentioned. Uh, I think a lot of naturally savvy listeners have heard us talk about this before, but I really wanted to include this today. Uh, I also wanna let you know that this is just the tip of the iceberg in the book. I uh, was about to laugh because in the book, we also talk about sexual function and there is a tip of the iceberg there as well, but you'll have to get the book to figure it out. But it's a lot of great stuff. Again, memoir, cookbook. Healthy Lifestyle Guide. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. And if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show.